Welcome to the Paragold Podcast. This is Jared Pitney. Today I'm joined by Gina Jarrett, who's the Executive Director of Main Street Paragold, and Miranda Maxwell, who is the Assistant Director of Main Street Paragold. Ladies, thanks so much for coming on and hanging out. Thank you for having us. So we're kind of neighbors. We are know? kind of neighbors. I can throw a rock and hit you all over here, yes. <laughs> Don't do that, but yeah, you're right, you could. So uh, Miranda and I, I guess we've known each other not as long, probably the last four or five months. Mm-hmm. Gina, we've gone back a little further. We have. And so I remember, I think the first time we met was whenever we were talking about buying this facility coming downtown, possibly. I don't know if we met before I'm that. I'm thinking we met before that. You think we did? I am thinking maybe 16-ish years ago. Really? Maybe you were a youth pastor. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. And my, my, child, my yeah, child was a youth. Right. My child was a youth back then. Yeah, yeah. that was. So a, a gap in time between then and now, yes. but yeah. Right on. So, well, I'm... Very glad to have y'all here talking about downtown Paragould. Um, I know, Jenny, you've been working with in the downtown district for how long? I have been director since 2005. 2005. Okay. So here's where I want to start, and I know you'd be the lady to ask. Um, tell me about the history of downtown. Like, kind of how was it established or how long ago, and what was it like? I'm interested in knowing kind of how it evolved to where we are today. So So do you want me to go back to like the beginning of time? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I had to bring a cheat sheet. (laughs) Well, that's fine. (laughs) I I had to get my information striped. If you start talking numbers, you start talking history, you need to be historically correct. Right on, yeah. Give me the facts. Okay, the facts are our area was developed as settlers made their way west. In uh, 1833, Mm -hmm. Greene County was the interim seat of this area or this area the interim seat mm-hmm. was actually because of ben crowley mm-hmm. and uh he got property crowley's ridge walcott state park out that area he came here from kentucky in 1821 part of the settlers that came with a new madrid certificate had no idea what that was so you yeah, learn something every day bill can google it New Madrid certificates were land claims issued by the government for veterans of the War of 1812. Oh, okay. right. They were so named because the New Madrid earthquakes ruined the lands that they had been given. Hmm. So they pushed further west. So that's how it started. Um, most of the town was owned by a settler from Tennessee named William Pruitt. Sound familiar? Yes, it does. Okay. Of course, we are railroad-based. Yeah. We were uh, basically a swamp land. Mm-hmm. We were acres and acres and acres of virgin timber, and then the railroad came. Yeah, and when the timber, um, and now we're not even in the downtown stuff yet, but I thought this was interesting, just in my own research at Paragold, for those listening maybe interested in knowing this as well. When it was a timber town, at one point, we were the largest exporter of whiskey barrels in the world. Yes, we were the stave capital of the world. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. So, yeah, railroad, railroad gets here because of Robert Gould, James Paramore. Did I yes. get those names correct? Okay. Yes. Yeah. J.W. Paramore and J. Yes. Gould. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And they were rivals. Didn't like each other. They came here, and they intersected here in 1882. So then demographics and population started moving around because people followed the railroad because commerce followed the railroad. So then the county seat was moved here from Gainesville. They Uh had a city election and came up with a made-up name, Para Gould, so Paramore and Uh Mr. Gould. Now, Mr. Gould didn't like that very much because it was not named 
Golden Gold Boar or, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because he came second in the yes. night. And he refused to <laughs> add awesome. Paragould to his train schedule's yeah. list. Yeah. It became a little bit confusing, so eventually he righted his ways. Yeah. And we became Paragould officially, even on all train schedules. I so wonder what he called it originally. I'd heard it's been It's been called The Crossing. That's what I'd heard. Yeah. It's been called Parmley. Mm-hmm. Most people don't know we actually had three depots here at one time. We had one off Main Street. Mm-hmm. We had one on East Emerson behind us. That mm-hmm. was the freight depot. That's like over by the Hamburger Station, right? Uh, first one, the the passenger one's by Hamburger Station. Okay. Freight depot was behind us on East Court. Okay. And then there was one where the crook is mm-hmm. on Lake Street. Mm-hmm. That was actually called Depot Street once upon a time. Okay. That building has been moved and is on the 500 block, I believe, on East Garland. And it's still standing. Is it the... Uh, it's uh, just a house now. Really? You know, if those walls could talk. Yeah, it was a, an original station. Isn't that wow. cool? I had no idea. I didn't either. I just found that out by reading an old... Um, historical book that was published in 1947 so the all right so the railroads cross mm-hmm. and you have these stations mm-hmm. and i guess people are like hey people are gonna, you know we've got different travelers going to be coming through we need to put some stuff down there right. try to capitalize off that so if we can make a little money right, right? so a lot of um sawmills stave factories all the timber that was going out went on rail all the product that came in went mm-hmm. on rail we continued to grow in eight, and we were bustling. We were bustling. In 1888, we had a fire downtown that destroyed most of downtown. So, when you, what was here at downtown at the time? Like, as far as was there any other? I know you just said there were some factories in this area. Were there retail shops? Yeah, okay. yeah. So everything that are, supported at that time. There were groceries. There were druggists. There were all kinds. So those had come in at that point. Those had all come in. Yes, those had all come in, and. Being like Vanna White, which doesn't show good on a podcast, but this is from an old, old clipping. The only thing that you can see in that picture is the historic courthouse. I see it. Everything was gone. Everything was wood construction. So after that time, city council said everything's going to have to be built on brick. This is post-fire? That is post-fire. Okay. So at, from that point on, um, all new construction had to be built of brick as a fire mm-hmm. deterrent. Wow, one of the out. one of the Memphis papers called us the Brick City, because that was unheard of for a city to do that at that time. Huh. I know it's cool. Yeah, it's really cool. So by um, so this is late eighteen hundreds. Mm-hmm. They begin to rebuild before the turn of the century. They did. By nineteen ten, we had three department stores, an opera house, the opera, an house, opera house. The opera house is that was the Collins. No, it's. Opera House was Caddy Corner on 2nd and Court, like Caddy Corner, no, I'm off, 2nd, Court and 3rd, Caddy Corner from City Hall, there's a parking lot right there, Yeah. and then First Baptist Church moved into that. Yes, I heard that. Uh-huh. Beautiful Until building? Beautiful, beautiful building. What happened yet? Who knows? Who knows? There's no documentation. Gorgeous building until they're building. An opera house. An opera, I know. In Perryville, Arkansas. No, I can't imagine. A hospital in Six Banks. So that was by 1910. By 1910. When did this building, the one we're in, was like, that was early 1900s, right? Yes. It was Joseph's? Yes. So, and that was a big department store. Big department store, yes. When I look back at some of the pictures of downtown, there were some big buildings. 
like taller than we have now in downtown. Much, much taller. There were lots of two story and, and some three story as well. Across the, this was a three story across the street was the Bartico Department Store. Um, Stansel Hotel was where Terry's Cafe is. It was a two or three story. So yes, really. So like that whole block where Terry's is, or from Terry's, I'm guessing down at least a pretty good ways. It was a decent sized hotel. Yes. Decent okay. sized hotel, and when they when a few years ago they did some renovations in Terry's, and when they started tearing, tearing out interior walls mm-hmm. that based backed up to exterior walls, mm-hmm. it's we we thought we thought part of that building was still the original building, and it was because we have a historic picture of the side of the stencil, and the openings are there hidden in the walls. Oh, that's cool! Isn't it cool? Yeah, it is cool. Yeah. So everything's just kind of like moving right along, mm-hmm. I guess. Downtown Paragould is a pretty busy place in the early 1900s. Yes. What about as we begin to move forward? I mean, for how long did it kind of continue to grow, gain momentum? And at what point did it, do we begin to see that kind of stall out a little bit? It it was the commercial district. You know, now we call it the the National Register Historic Commercial District, but it was the commercial district. We did have some outlying areas. Probably the first one to compete against downtown was Paragould Plaza. Okay. Talking about where Hayes is? Yes. Or yes. Okay. So, 70s-ish, early early 70s. So, that was the first plaza that came in? That pretty much so, yes. And Walmart eventually went in there, right? Walmart was part of that, yes. Okay. And our twin cinema. Same thing, early 70s. Okay. So, and things are starting at that point to move west. Yes. Things are starting to move west. Yeah. So, whenever... You said that was in the 70s? Mm-hmm. So whenever I was a boy in the 80s, I can still remember coming downtown, and I would come to Don Perky's. Exactly. And Bell. Yes. Which is where we are now. Jackson Family Shoe Store. Yes. yes. Arnold's Jewelry. Yeah. Yes. I did come to Arnold's. I yes. actually got my uh, class, uh, no, it wasn't a class ring, but I got a uh, like a charm. It was right. like a senior gift right. for my necklace, my little 14 karat gold necklace. Yes. Miranda. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It screams yeah. 80s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can show you senior pics that are awful. So Bill has seen them of just, it's just so cheesy looking. But, okay, so by the 80s, have things slowed down? Because I just don't remember, okay. Greatly, yes. And then moving into the 90s, is it just still yes. coming to a halt? Yes. Or it's just like, hey, I don't we, know. We have become the flea market location. We have become the vacant Yes. Space location. Nobody like we have come the cheap here. the cheap rent location. Yeah. So yes. And so you come on when? When did you I say came it was? in in nine no two thousand five two thousand five. Main, Main Street was incorporated in Paracle though in nineteen ninety eight, so we became a Main Street program. There were five or six directors before me in two thousand five. And the whole goal for them is to try to turn downtown around yes. to because, revitalize it. Exactly because our our situation was not unique to Paracle to downtown Paracle. That Our situation everywhere. was happening everywhere in the United States, hmm. because not only did in our in our case things move west, mm-hmm. you know, if you think how I was raised, most of of my friends had stay at home moms. Mm-hmm. There weren't usually two yep. income breadwinners. There was a big societal change as well hmm. during hmm. that time. How did that impact downtown? It impacted downtown. If moms were working, maybe they needed to shop later than 5 o'clock in the ah, afternoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe they couldn't you run the errands. You still hear that sometimes. Yeah, I'll I go down there, but everything closed down. I, yeah. I know, and that's that's something that is um, a thorn in our side and a burr under our saddle. And why, does, why does things close down at 5? 
Is that just the way it's always been? It's because or? they're independent business owners. Okay. And that works for them. Okay. All right. It may not work best for their shoppers. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so you came in early 2000 and what brought you, what made you decide to step into it? Um, I had lived away for 22 years. We moved back and Tim and I made a conscious decision when we moved back to become involved in our community. Yeah, and I learned something about you last night after you left. Ah. So, I, yeah, we were, for those listening, we were together, ah. we were looking at an old historic home yes. that you grew up in. Yes. And I had found out after you left that your dad, y'all moved here, I don't know if you moved here for that, but your dad on the shoe factory in town. Yes, my granddaddy started it. Your granddaddy? moved it here, yes. I did not know that. Yes. I don't even know if I knew there was a shoe factory in Paragould. Yes. Where North was that in, at? North End Avenue. Did that become the shirt factory? Shirt factory came first. Okay. Shoe factory came second. Is the building still here? It is. I'm confused. Where's it at? North End Avenue. Do you know where? I'm gonna get my my, my names because, um, K and L, correct? Mm. K and L Holdings. Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It's at this end. Shoe factory at this okay. end. Okay. All right. Right by Amy. So you grew up here. Mm-hmm. moved off, mm-hmm. and you're like, all right. We came back. We're going to come back. I'm it was a good time in Caroline's life. Mm-hmm. She was getting ready to start kindergarten. There were some school issues that needed to be decided in the inner city in Little Rock. If you don't work to solve the issues, then you're probably the problem. You know, that kind of thing. That's always been her philosophy at that time in her life. She still had lots of grandparents here and some greats hmm. as well, so it was a good time to come back. So we decided to become involved. And we did, and I started out as a volunteer with Main Street, then a committee member, then a board member, and when the board realized we had issues with the current director, I took myself off the nominating committee and put an application there. Right on. Yeah. So, Paragold, downtown or now, so I've been here for, I don't know, we've been here five years, four years, five, five years, I think that Crossing's been here. It seems like even in the five years that I've been here, things have made a change for the better. Like there's, yes. obviously you've seen the the changes to the actual sidewalks and all that. There's oh, been yeah. more businesses coming in to the lighting, to the, just the, the I think the uh, the excitement level, the downtown, yes. fe- you know, get downtown festivals, like all these different things. Like that's whatever they had recently, the plates on Pruitt, right? Yes, yes. Uh, there's just all this stuff happening all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. But I know it hasn't happened just all of a sudden. No. So like what changed that kind of, brought us to this point where now it's like it seems like to be somewhat of a desirable destination. I think what what changed is maybe maybe overall thinking in our community. You know, we as Main Streeters, and we're part of a national program, we have realized the importance of our downtowns for a long, long time. So now I'm thinking those people that are instigators or influencers in our communities for economic development, now realize what our downtowns offer. Hmm. Um, the quality of life, the local opportunity for our local entrepreneurs to, to survive. There's no other town in, in the United States, in the world, like downtown Paragould. Hmm. Why do you say that? Our architecture is one thing. Our stories are another thing. And our memories, is what, it's what makes hmm. Paragould Paragould. Hmm. You can't recreate it. You know, we're not downtown Pine Bluff. We're not downtown Searcy. Yeah. We're, we're us. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The leadership, it seems to have had a big deal. I know that we, you know, 
I know several people, and you do too, that are buying properties down here yes. as many as they can. Yes. And then they're not just renting out to anybody. No. Like, they're being selective. Anybody. They're being selective. And that's what we want. Absolutely. I think they're, they literally, it's a, downtown Paragraph has become a passion for them. It's mm-hmm. not just like, I just need a place where I can make some money. It's like, no. No. I like, I see a vision of what I want it to be. And so we're going to get this. And I'm looking for a certain type of person. And even if I have to like eat money, for a few yeah. months, waiting to get this person—that's pretty incredible, right? And now it's now—it's not. Oh my gosh, who's going to fill this building? It's like, oh my gosh, who do we want to put in this building? You know, yeah. what do we need? What will what will draw not just to downtown and not just to Paragold, but what will draw regionally? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So, Miranda, I'd like to hear from you. Um, tell me a little bit about. And you're not from here, correct? That's correct. So what? drew you to Paragold and specifically to working with downtown Paragold? Okay, there's a little bit of a lengthy story, yeah, but I'll fine. hit it from the top. Yeah. Um, grew up in McCrory. My parents and both sets of grandparents are there. Loved it. Agricultural driven community. Went off to college, Arkansas State graduate, mm-hmm. and to which there I met some wonderful professionals in my department of media and was lucky enough to then get almost selected pretty much at KAIT, Region 8 News. So month of graduation, I already had a contract signed in January 1. I was an early graduate. So January 1 of 2019, started at KAIT. Okay, and what did you do there? I was a reporter on television. Okay. And this is something that I've said to many groups in in Paragold, and I'm definitely going to say it here for the podcast, of all the counties that I served and all the cities that I went to and worked in, Greene County and specifically Paragold was by far the most fun, most interactive, and wonderful to work with. Why do you think that is? The do people. You know? Yeah. Uh, the people. Because, I mean, think about it from my perspective. Calling officials every other day or at least once a week saying, hey, what do you have going on? What can I possibly help you with, you know, Mm reporting-wise? And then in the back scene, I've got a big old camera that I'll almost stick in your face and record you with. Mm -hmm. So all of those officials and community members, even Gina Jarrett, (laughs) would always take my call and -hmm. always wanted to work with me. And Mm -hmm. for a community like Paragold, there was always something positive going on. So I constantly worked Greene County and Paragould and all the surrounding you know, cities and towns because there was always something going in a right direction. And we all know when we turn on the news, you want to see positive content. Oh, you want to see it. That's what we all want to see. Yeah. And so I always tried to work with Paragould directly because of that reason. As someone who's lived in Paragold most of my life and moved off and came back, it's good for me to hear someone who, like, non-biased, so to speak, at one point was outside, and you're looking at all these different places, and you're like, hey, I noticed a difference. Like, this place is unique. And you're not just saying that because you're like, oh, I'm from there. It's like, no, like, I can, I'm seeing it objectively. Yes. Like, so you're drawn to Paragold. Yes. All right. So pick me up from there. You're at KIT. You're like, oh, Working this place. at KIT. Yeah. I'm constantly doing Greene County stories, Paragold stories, to the point my news director at the time was like, okay, Miranda, back off of downtown Paragold for a little while. <laughs> Stop going there so much, you know. So, yeah, oh, awesome. but downtown Paragold's awesome, you yeah. know. Uh, so did a two-year contract there, wrapped it up, and then ironically, crazy enough, I was sitting in our 
Paragold Regional Chamber of Commerce CEO's chair, Allison Heston's office. Hmm. So I, she was pitching me a story idea for March. This was this year, January of 2021. Okay. So, uh, she was like, hey, Miranda, I've got, you know, we wrapped up a story. We were doing a story on the farmer's market specifically. Yeah. And we're wrapping that up. She said, Miranda, I've got something for you in March. I said, mm, I don't know if I'll be around. You know, I was just straightforward with her. I said, we're, I'm, I'm weighing options. Don't know where I'll be in March because my contract at KAIT ended in February. So she was like, oh, you know, it took her mm. back. She was like, oh, okay. And, uh. She's like, if I hear of anything, can I throw your name in the hat? I said, absolutely, thank you. You know, you're mm-hmm. so kind to do that. Mm-hmm. Fast forward a couple of days later, I'm in Mayor Josh Agee's office. At this point, it's official. I'm going to leave KAIT. Mm-hmm. I did not sign the contract offered. I was just needing to start a new chapter. Yep. And I told him, and man, Mayor Josh was crushed. He was like, no, <laughs> you can't yeah. be telling me this. Because he and I had done numerous stories together with all the committees he was with and is still active in. And um, I said, yeah, you know, I'm just looking to start a new chapter. At this point, I had gotten engaged to my husband. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was like looking around Paragold because he's from here. He's from this area. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's like, okay, I'm going to find you something. We're keeping you in Paragold. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, if that's not a pat on the back, gracious Mm -hmm. alive. (laughs) And then things just kind of started puzzle piecing together. And I got paired with the wonderful Miss Gina. That's awesome. Yeah. And you started here, when was it? Exactly. In March, March 1st. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So you just been walking in her footsteps, letting her kind of show you the ways. I'm trying to catch up and learn as much as possible. Yeah. Well, now that you've been here and so to speak, you see how the meat is made, right? I mean, yeah. is it still yes. something that you're like, yeah, like this is a place that it was as special as I thought or has it been like? Oh, it's, it's crazy because... Prior to me learning true Main Street Paragold, Main Street Arkansas ways and the way it all works behind the scenes, you can drive down the road, Pruitt, Main Court, any of our thoroughfares downtown Paragold, um, and you can see buildings and it's like, oh, I didn't notice that the last time. And, Hmm. oh, that's kind of cool. And, you know, the architecture, you start appreciating it more the more you're down here. Mm -hmm. And so my love has only grown. Mm-hmm. tremendously leaps and bounds because of the work it goes into this program and then the benefits that come out of this program have just been displayed to me and shown to me and I only appreciate it more. That's great. I'd love to hear from uh, either one of you on this or both of you. What are you most excited about right now? I know that you are aware of what's going on downtown and maybe what's coming and the events. It's, what excites you the most? That's a hard question. What do you think, Gina? What's exciting for me is for so long, so many of us that saw the vision, it's kind of mm-hmm. like we've just been maintaining mm-hmm. or we've been pushing that, that boulder, you know, mm-hmm. and not making a lot of progress. And so many things that we planned or hoped or wished or visioned for so many years are coming to fruition. Yeah. That's huge. I know, Gina, you have put a lot of work in, and I, I'm sure there were weeks, months, Maybe in years, I don't know. Or it's probably like you felt like maybe you were the only voice out in the wilderness. Oh, there have been but, other voices. Yeah. You know, there have, thank goodness there's been other voices. Uh, but yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I'm those glad vo- you those to see voices that. are being, being listened to now. We'll put it that Absolutely. way. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll put it that way. 
Well, you can tell. And so thank you for all your work. Well, Miranda, you. yeah, anything come to mind when you think about whether it's businesses coming in or something that we've already have here or just events, anything that just... I think almost a little bit of everything you just said. Um, again, kind of reiterating what I just left off of. You know, Gina has shown me pictures and phases of improvement, whether it be a building facade or an interior of a building or a streetscape. You see the picture of before, during the work, and after product, and it's just, mm-hmm. you know, you're almost speechless at the change and the impact that things like that has when you have a community invested. Yes. And so I think that for the future, what I'm most excited about is continuing that momentum. And just like Gina said, we've got so many people pushing with us. Yeah. What events, so this is going to come out on, let's see, this Friday, October 29th. Mm-hmm. So the day after, it's a trick-or-treat mm-hmm. downtown. Yes. Right? That's a big yes. event. So people are coming, I guess, there's going to be a lot of businesses participating in that. Yes. And that free candy. Yes. Lots of free candy. Lots of kids. Lots of candy. Lots of dog treats. Yes. Uh, lots of costumes, hopefully. Oh, yeah. Are y'all yeah. dressing up? No. Bill? Remember our costume? I will. The yep. crossing's handing out candy. Yeah. You can go as Ted Lasso. Oh, I'd love that. Yeah. That'd be great. Um, what else is coming up as far as events that maybe our listeners, you would make them just aware of? Well, we, we start, as you mentioned, we are trick-or-treating downtown on Saturday the 30th from 2 until 4, up and down Pruitt, but we'll also go up Court and Main and... I think that's primarily it. Uh, Emerson, because the Collins is going to be oh, yeah, open. Emerson. Oh, that's cool. We have about 10, 12 other groups joining us. That are coming to downtown. They're coming to downtown to hand out candy. Uh, Fraternal Order of Police has a huge presence right at the corner of your building at Court and Brewer. They kind of help with traffic flow as Mm -hmm. well. So that's a a fun day. That's a give back day, Mm -hmm. you know, to the community. And then after that, what is the next thing after that? After that is Holiday Open House, November 7th. Yes, we are a, a retail commercial district. And we need those cash registers to sing. Now, it's still a little bit early on November 7th to have Christmas decor up. But it's a great time to shop for discounted Halloween or get ready for Thanksgiving and start. Some people may be finishing, not me, Christmas shopping mm-hmm. at that day as well, too. It's on a Sunday, kind of historically empirical. The open house has been on that Sunday. Okay. So we already have a date on the Christmas parade? We do. First Tuesday in December, December 7th. December 7th, first Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Santa will be there. Oh, is it a Christmas parade without <laughs> Santa? Silly you. Silly yeah. you. Yes. Bad question. Yeah. Um, well, let's let's end here. What are y'all most – well, let me ask about this. When you look at Paragold, I don't know, we'll say 10, 15 years out, where would you like to see it? Or where do you see it? And a lot of just kind of the trajectory of where we're heading. Uh, what's what's your vision? Because I know you got something in mind. Um, I have been told to quit thinking when I say, "Oh, I've been thinking about this." <laughs> um, I think ten years out, fifteen years out, maybe even before that, I think we'll see a lot a lot of new development. I was thinking the same thing. In what do you mean new development? Like- I think you know. Once I told Mayor Mike. Where Mike and I went back to middle school, so we've known each other a long, long well, time. That's good. I didn't know that. When they they said we're going to buy back the power plant and tear it down, 
and I think the words out of my mouth because sometimes it's still difficult for the mouth to <laughs> not speak sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I think the words were over my dead body. Yeah. And there were times yeah. that I thought the, the backhoe, the bulldozer, you know, yes. was, was coming right over this body. I would love to see a picture of you like standing in front of it. There's a bulldozer. Like, <laughs> I would have been there. It'd be there. a famous Paragold picture. I would have yeah. been there. I would have done it. Uh, but, and again, it goes back to our story. If you think what happened in that building, there's no... The architecture is not that unique nationwide, but it is for us. And the story that happened in that building and what the city did to make that happen in that building is is a big story. So a lot of development is going to happen there. I think in five, ten years we'll be jumping the tracks in a big way. What do you mean by that? Um, I'm thinking we'll be going east. Really? I do. I think there's a lot of opportunity for micro-buildings. Uh-huh. Small retail. Yeah. 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 I know that the um, the land right across the building was just purchased. And so by someone, we, we both know and that's very active downtown and they're interested. So that's exciting. That's exciting. That. That's Where the exciting. old mural was. Exactly. So I think, I'm thinking East Village would be a good name on that. Oh, that is a good one. <laughs> I know. I know. We've, we're seeing it done in other communities mainly because they had to happen uh-huh. in uh, the south around the Gulf. Katrina and damage yes. and rebuild, and then they had Katrina trailers. Is there and still talk about us buying the parking lots behind us from the railroad? A lot of people don't know that, that yeah. the railroad owns that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The city Which is why it. the loose caboose stopped, right? It is, yes. yeah. They told us you can't you can't use our dirt for anything other than parking because there was once a Front Street, and Front Street ran directly behind this building. Huh. Did you used to run the Loose Caboose Festival? Was that you? Who I was that? I was brought into it. It started before my time. Did you ever hide Spike? No. Do you know what Spike is? I do. That was a big deal. I never, oh, it was a big never, deal. Never found him. So Yeah, it was a Those big deal. Those listening to Paragold who were like here in the nineties. You know what Spike is, Miranda? Mm-hmm. Have you heard? Okay. Yeah. The news is traveling. All right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So hopefully so, that'll so, be purchased at some point. Not only was there Front Street, there was also yeah. a rail line that came directly behind this building. Yes. So therefore, the railroads own directly behind this building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Th- yeah. Anything else we shall look back, or Miranda, anything you would add to that? Um, you said new development. Is that what you were thinking? Sort of thing yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. I was just eager to hear what she said first. Well, uh, we're, we're going to have to have some new construction. Yes, that's what I was thinking. You know, new d- construction. Downtown can be more than Pruitt Street. Uh-huh. Not only can I see it going west, I can see it pushing west. I mean, not only going east, I can see it pushing west as well. Do you see green spaces yes, growing? Yes, I, I would love green to see space. that. Yeah. It, I, it seems like a lot of downtowns, they have a square somewhere. Mm-hmm. This one doesn't. We do not. I wonder what was the, was it just that stuff was going up so quickly after fires and whatever else, that which was or that wasn't just part of the vision of a green space? I don't, I don't know. I mean, who yeah. knows what they were thinking that, you know, the main commerce was down by the railroad. Mm-hmm. So, hence Pruitt Street, yeah. mm-hmm. Main Street. Um, maybe because we were a little bit slow, maybe, yeah. in building the courthouse. Right. It had to be offset, and the development had already started Yeah, down in sense. this area, instead of three blocks west. It's so a good theory. Knows? Yeah. Well, lots of exciting stuff has happened. Oh, no. And is happening. Yeah. And, and will happen. Yes, will and happen. will happen. As I hear y'all talk, I'm even more <laughs> excited about it. So I'm glad, personally, that to get to be downtown uh, during this time, it's an exciting time to yes. be downtown. And so I want to thank you ladies for your hard work. Thanks for taking time to come on the podcast. And thank you. hopefully we could do it again in the near future. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
and that was Gina Jarrett and Miranda Maxwell, two ladies uh, who are doing incredible work. And I love uh, to hear the stories of what has been happening and the events and uh, just things that are coming up for downtown Paragold. It's an exciting time to be here, Bill. For sure. Um, hey, if you're still listening, thanks so much for tuning in. As always, I want to encourage you to check us out on our different social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter. Uh, we have a website, paragolpodcast.com. Also, I want to encourage you to check us out on iTunes. Give us a five-star review. If you've not already done that, that helps people find um, uh, us and learn more about the great people living here in Paragold. So as always, thanks for listening. Until next time.